This is DZFE's Maestro Filipino, a focus for music with a connection to home. For this edition, I'm Daniel. Carmencita Sipin Naspiras, the great dame of Philippine pianism, was in her first year at the UP Conservatory of Music when she played the solo in Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart's Piano Concerto No. 20 in D minor, K-466. This February 18, she is billed to revisit that work, now with the benefit of seven decades of experience. The occasion is an all-Mozart concert, mounted by the Henrietta Sideko Tayenko Limhoko Foundation, where Aspiras is one of but three generations of artists who keep the music playing. Also performing as soloist is clarinetist Andrew Constantino, and leading the Manila Symphony Junior Orchestra is Singaporean conductor Daryl Ang. Before her flight to the Philippines, Aspiras joined us in an online interview to talk about that concert and its related events, namely a masterclass and a chamber music concert series, and of course, Mozart's D minor piano concerto, and how her performance of the maestro has developed over seven decades. Not enough time, she tells us, to perfect the art. We also hear some of her performances of Frédéric Chopin from her album of Ologne recordings. Here is Carmencita Sipin Naspiras in Chopin's Nocturne in F minor, Opus 55, Number 1.
thank you so much for joining us on Maestro Filipino. As always, it's good to start at the beginning. And the beginning in this case is the background of your February 18 concert. Uh-huh. So whose idea was this? How did it start? I think it is the idea of Dr. René Lenoco. He has the goal mm-hmm. or the desire to develop music appreciation in mm-hmm. the Philippines mm-hmm. and to help the upcoming talents, mm-hmm. giving them scholarships and, you know, sending them to schools in the States or in Europe. These concerts that he had thought about and planned are part of this development of the music appreciation in the Philippines. I can only wish him success. We all wish him success. And of course, this is just one concert. But before we get to the other events, you were set to play Mozart's Piano Concerto Number no. 20. Can you tell us a little bit about your history with this particular piece? Well, that was my very first concerto. It was the concerto that I played in a Christmas concert at the UP Conservatory of Music when I was 11. 11? I was enrolled then at the UP Conservatory as the youngest student. So since it was Christmas, probably they thought that a young kid would be good for a Christmas concert. And I knew nothing of interpreting Mozart. <laughs> I just studied the notes as well as I could, mm-hmm. play the notes correctly, coordinate with the orchestra. That was about all. <laughs> yeah. Who chose this piece for the Feb 18 concert? I think it was Dr. Rin Hoko and Joseph. Mm. At first, I thought I was going to play the concerto by Beethoven, mm. number four. Mm-hmm. In fact, that was the one I was practicing. Then... I heard that they were going to put up an all-Mozart program with a symphony Mm -hmm. and a clarinet concerto Mm -hmm. and the piano concerto number 20. So I had to change the concerto I was practicing. (laughs) I started practicing the Mozart D minor. Since that Christmas party so many years ago, have you performed this piece in concert then? When I was 17, I gave my graduation recital at Philippine Women's University. And that was one of the three concertos I played. The other two were the Chopin Concerto, number one in E minor, mm-hmm. and Prokofiev, number three, which at that time was uncalled for. <laughs> three concertos for a graduation recital. I don't know why my teacher assigned three concertos to play. The standard program for a graduation recital would be playing Bach first, Baroque, classical, romantic, and contemporary, you know. But I could not disagree with my teacher. I just had to obey it. (laughs) You've known this concerto for so long since that first performance. The way you approach it, the way you play it, how has it developed since then? You know, we all change our concept of anything. As we mature... We change how we see things. Mm-hmm. And during the performance of my of this concerto, when I was 17, mm-hmm. I appreciated the melodic line mm-hmm. and the passages because they were challenging. Mm-hmm. And for me, as a young pianist, it was a chance for me to show off <laughs> how fast my fingers could run across the keyboard. Mm-hmm. That was about all. And as I grew older... I went back to that concerto and I looked at it in a different way. The melodic lines were lovely. 
I had to mold the phrases so that they could express the elegance and the emotion that perhaps Mozart was feeling when he wrote it.
pianist Carmencita Sipinaspiras in Chopin's Nocturne in E-flat major, opus 55, number 2. We continue with our interview. Because Mozart lived during that period, 1700s, and keyboard instruments were different yeah. from what we have now. They had the clavichord, harpsichord, yeah. fortepiano, which when you play a key, the sound of the key dissipates quickly, mm. unlike our modern piano. Yeah. When you press a key, the sound of the key lasts much longer. So the fast passages of Mozart were very appropriate for that kind of instrument. Mm. You could hear each note very clearly, but playing such passages on the piano of today, because the notes overlap, they don't sound as clearly. So that is one challenge the pianist has in playing Mozart. He has to play the passages with a certain finger movement. Mm-hmm. Difficult. <laughs> I could imagine. And uh, how old yeah. were you when you learned about that particularity of Mozart's piano writing? Well, I think it was during my study in Vienna. Mozart, having been born in Salzburg and lived most of his life in Vienna, Mm-hmm. The tradition is there. So my teacher and all the rest of the teachers in the Vienna Academy of Music knew that kind of style. Mm. So they demanded that kind of playing Mozart, which is difficult. Having played Mozart, having practiced Mozart up to today, that is not the end. I will be playing Mozart as I change my concept. Hopefully it becomes more elegant and more in the style of Mozart. I cannot say that I'm playing Mozart in the correct style. Apart from you performing the Mozart Piano Concerto 20, we believe the organizers will also be promoting a certain album of yours. Well, this is a project of Dr. René Limhoko. In fact, he was the one who asked me to record. And then because I am from Fremont, mm. I suggested that we do the recording at the Ohlone College. Mm. which is a community college here. And there is a recording expert in the College of Music. I chose piano music written by composers of the Romantic period, like Chopin, Schumann, and Brahms. Mm -hmm. Because I think the Filipino audience has the sentiment and I would say correlation Mm -hmm. with this kind of music. Mozart would be, I think, more difficult to appreciate. This is not the only event you will be coming to the Philippines for. Can you tell us about the other things that you will be participating in, like the master class and the chamber music series? Chamber music is very useful in developing sensitivity and musicianship because the pianist or violinist cellist will not be thinking only of his own part. He has to listen to the other performers and to coordinate and to blend his sound Mm -hmm. to the others. That is a very big challenge. Mm -hmm. The masterclass, I don't know yet. I have to hear the pieces first. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you that Filipinos have that innate ability to express themselves. Mm -hmm. And naturally in that Mm. manner. So what I would like to suggest 
in the master classes is to produce the kind of sound on the piano that would express their feelings. Because playing the piano, you know, piano is a mechanical instrument. You put a cat, a kitten on the keyboard <laughs> and the keyboard will sound just the same. But the approach of the finger and the weight of the arm and everything makes a lot of difference. So I would like to transmit the kind of approach to the keyboard to produce such sound, not for the sake of virtuosity, but for the sake of making this piano sing. That is the goal of every musician, because singing is the ideal mm -hmm. of every musician. Whether you are a violinist, cellist, oboist, your music has to sing. It is most difficult for pianists because you put your finger on the key, make the piano sing. <laughs> yeah. How can you do that? Yeah, the yeah. idea of singing on the piano was inculcated to us in Vienna. Our professor, who was a world famous, students from all over the world came to him for lessons. Mm -hmm. He would sing, sing, singing in German, singing. Mm -hmm. But I thought, how could the piano sing? And then when I grew older, I imagined the inflection of the mm -hmm. voice mm -hmm. when we talk, mm -hmm. because we don't talk in a monotone. So the phrases must be molded as we sing, which is difficult on the piano. That is what I would like to share.
that was pianist Carmencita Sipi Naspiras in two of Roderick Chopin's majorcas, the number two in F minor and the number three in C sharp minor, both from his Opus 63 set. We heard tracks from a Spiras album of Ohlone recordings. Carmencita Sipi Naspiras is billed to take the solo in Mozart's Piano Concerto No. 20 in the concert Keep the Music Playing. Also performing are clarinetist Andrew Constantino in Mozart's Clarinet Concerto in A Major, and the Manila Symphony Junior Orchestra under Daryl Ang in Mozart's Symphony No. 40 in G Minor. The concert happens February 18, Saturday, 7 p.m. at the Ayala Museum, followed by a series of chamber music concerts featuring Aspiras, violinist Sara Maria Gonzalez and cellist John Paolo Anorico on February 24, March 1, and March 3. For tickets and information, contact 0920-954-0053 or send an email to josephui2004 at yahoo.com. Proceeds will benefit the HSTL and Child Hope Foundations. Aspiras also gives a master class for Manila Pianos Artist Series on March 5, Sunday, at the Manila Pianos Showroom, Ronak Lifestyle Center, Makati City. For information on that, send an email to rsyfacunda at gmail.com. That is all for this Maestro Filipino, DZFE's weekly feature for fine music in our locale. Each episode airs Saturday at 12 noon, the following Sunday, 12 midnight, and lastly, the next Thursday at 8 in the evening. Maestro Filipino episodes are uploaded every week on our SoundCloud and Spotify channels. Once more, this is Daniel, and thank you for listening.